one true living God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We have in the Gospel this morning the story of the miraculous catch of fish. Jesus tells Peter to launch out into the deep and let down the nets. And the answer rather curtly, I think, comes back. We've been at this all night. We've caught nothing, but if you insist. And you know the rest. They let out the nets once again, and so many fish are caught that they cannot be hauled into the boat. Peter, completely astonished at this miracle, falls to his knees before our Lord and cries, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Same thing that, King, that Isaiah said in the days of King Uzziah. Woe is me, for I am an unclean man, and I live in the midst of an unclean people. And that should be the reaction every person before the holiness of God, a confession of unworthiness. Our Lord's reply to Peter is not what we might first expect. Jesus says, fear not, for from now on you will be catchers of men. It's a rather odd reply. And it's a reply that was not less left on fathers of the church, who quite cleverly figured out that our Lord here is transferring, transforming a miracle story into a parable, a story that makes us go, wow, how neat, to a story that teaches us some profound truths. These are truths about the church, the Father said. Consider the net. It is cast into the sea and catches an extraordinary number of fish. No one kind of fish is caught, for a net picks up everything in its path. And surely the point is that the church which Christ founded is universal and exists for all people, regardless of any distinguishing mark or feature. Look to the fact that even though the net catches many fish, it does not catch all the fish in the lake. It must be put in again and again to catch more and more fish. Here again, the net is a symbol of the church, the net woven by Christ himself. And who does the fishing but his disciples, you and me? And that fishing takes many forms. We fish for men by the example of our life in the world, by praying for the world, by inviting people to church with us, by welcoming the visitor in our midst in other ways as well. Always we are going to be seeking to draw more people into the boat. Clearly, it would be wrong for the disciples to alter the net in some way, or to even reject the net altogether and try another way. And our Lord has decreed that the way that men and women are brought to Him is by the church. 
The net is to remain unchanged in its essentials. It is woven of the unchanging Word of God and the sacraments as Christ has instituted. And because the net is woven of these strands, it will not break, even with countless fish in it. One year, Tracy and I took a trip to Nova Scotia, where fishing is the largest industry. And at the docks, they would unload the nets of fish in a great storage vat. It's actually a very tricky business. And one of the things about fish was that they wriggled a lot, and they squirmed to escape from the net. And occasionally, some did. And this is true of the net that the disciples throw as well. Some people wriggle and struggle, feeling constricted by the net, not wanting to be contained in it. Sometimes people even break free and go their own way. Like those fish in Nova Scotia, what they gain from escaping from the net is not freedom, but death. Sure enough, the fish that escape the net in a great show was flopping about energetically on the dock for a while, but soon they died of exhaustion and suffocation and not being in the water. And having chosen what they thought was freedom, they have instead chosen death outside their natural habitat. The point is that we don't have to go to church, we get to go to church, we are the church. That is our right, and that is our privilege. And finally, notice that it is a net which is used to catch the fish, not a hook and line. The church draws men and women together to join a society, a community. The church does not fish for men and women with a hook to catch them singly and then put them into a basket alone. That is why there is no such thing as a solitary Christian. Christianity is not the religion of me and Jesus. You've heard me say this many times. Christianity is the religion of me and Jesus and every other Christian all together, what we call the communion of saints. The priest comes down the rail and gives you communion with the words of the body of Christ. The body of Christ is not only the host in your hand, but your brothers and sisters next to you at the rail. And not only that, the body of Christ includes every baptized person on earth, and souls in paradise, and the saints in heaven who worship God. This is where the net is being drawn to, you see, out of the watery darkness that is life before baptism, through the changes and chances of this fleeting world, where we are all kept together in the safety net. And then finally, up to the glory of heaven, where we shall see God face to face. So we give thanks to God for His church, for the household of faith, left to 
Son to save us, and the safety net which draws us all together and closer.